weird episodes uh, oh, of Friends. Oh, shenanigans. <laughs> Which the whole day. Well, I exactly. mean, <laughs> it, it, it's been a weird, like... It's been okay. it's been a weird summer into a weird Techtober. Techtober into just, just a weird day. Yeah, and, and it's not slowing down. It is not no. slowing down. There is, like, I was thinking, my, like, I was talking to my mom earlier today, and she's like, "Hey, man, you 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 sound tired." And it's like, "Yeah, I, I and I am." And she's like, "Well, yeah. why don't you take some rest?" I said, "Maybe in a couple of weeks, but not anytime <laughs> soon." It, it it I told her I, I just I was I was honest. It's not in the cards. I can try to say I'm going to be taking it easy. I mean, um, but but let's be but let's like, be frank. Seriously, I mean, it, it's a good problem to have that we've got some cool stuff to talk about. But it is a wind it, sprint it, it until and, and it's after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, and there's going to be quite a bit of things coming up. I have I'm backlogged on some other stuff that I was out because uh, well, when I was out there in Germany, um, and then you know the New York thing and all of that, and then I'm going to be out next mm-hmm. week too. So it's like that's another yeah. you know, it's weird. Like I love travel and I love covering tech, but those trips take a lot of heavy toll on us because we need to either prep ahead of time for the content that we're going to post on the other days from the event that you're trying to cover um, or try to do things on the go which is not exactly always the same as doing it you know when you're in the studio with content creation for me i like my studio setup i like i like that my videos i have a very consistent theme across them that i don't try to take everywhere um but i'm gonna have to probably break that i'm gonna have to do some stuff while i'm traveling because i just don't have enough time I don't have yeah. enough time before I before I go uh, before I go. There's yeah. not enough time. No, <laughs> completely not. And 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 I think both of us have been having these conversations. Like, there's so much that we would like to be covering. I really feel like through the end of the year, I might just have to make simple talking to camera videos, like Dude. not mess with B-roll and editing and all that other stuff. I think I'm gonna have to really it, streamline. It, so, hey everybody, welcome yeah. to a tech podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, Ghost Starscream is asking, who keeps on closing out the video before Juan does his bam with the pointy fingers? And that's me waiting until the last possible instant to see if I can sneak it in as the last sound on the video. And lately I've been missing it. <laughs> I've not been sticking the landing. Because there's it's, it's not a timer, right? You click end stream and, there and then, is a, there's a slight delay, but it's not. It ends whenever consistent. it feels like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes he get, it gets right at when he says it. And then sometimes, you know. Lately, it's been, the, you know. The, 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 the bang is outside of the whole thing. I get it. Well, I always hear it. I'm good. We're going to try and streamline this show. So instead of our normal rambling ending where we try yeah. to front load a whole bunch of like, what do you have coming up on the channel? Um, TK, what have you been working on before we jump into new pixel day? Oh my God. Like what, what's new on the channel and what, what do you Uh, maybe have coming up for the rest of the week? Let's, let's, let's start, let's go the show backwards backwards. so we can spend as much time on pixel as we can. I'm with you. Okay. So, um, what's going on right now is there is a lot of devices being launched, devices being received. So I've been seriously busting my ass just trying to get the videos out but like i just posted not even half an hour ago the n3 flip not uh, even and of course one as well has uh you know the pixel 8 pro which we both got and luckily we Mm -hmm. got them in the right color bay yes because we know we know hashtag my bay i called it the tk bay color because that's what it is um and then of course um i was also you know working on uh, trying to put a video together for the motor razor the 2023 the more affordable you're really now starting to become a flip guy 
a I flip am, phone guy. I this is this is. I'm excited yeah, to see some of those differences. When I you have get to enough that flip phones now to qualify because I thought I was mostly a foldable, but now no. I have <laughs> enough. Like on my table right now, there's about four flips, and 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 that's they're none that's of the right answer. Yeah. Oh I no 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 no. Times. That that makes me happy because it, and it's it, and it's nothing against because I I feel like. Samsung has been on the correct path in getting consumers up to speed with flip style phones, but it's seeing the competition from numerous companies in that flip style is what's really like. I was me very up hungry. Right oh, no, no, absolutely. But I mean, uh, so for me, that's primarily what I've been working on. So I pushed out the video for that. I have a couple more videos coming up on Pixel, just kind of like day one accessories and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, just I need to start focusing. I have some embargo stuff, unfortunately, for next week partially yeah. why i'm going somewhere um Same. and uh yeah it's gonna be a little bit sporadic but oh uh, and then of course i got finally got two of my sponsor videos to go to go live which was really nice within the last week since the last time we talked to you because i was thinking there was no videos for the rest of the week but then you know the scooter came up and then i had yeah. my oh anchor the the solix uh 767 mm -hmm. that was nice i love that battery it's such it a good it battery. Is absolutely but they do they have a bigger one though now like I saw the I one that actually plugs into the house. I like know. I, I want to reach back out and say, "Yo, what up? I got hey, solar. Come over here. I can plug maybe, this in and charge it straight. Maybe hook a buddy up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know it's just but those things are crazy though. They're like 4K a piece. Um, but yeah, that's primarily what's going on. Just all over the place, scrambling and not, no sleep. Short order sleep. Nice. <laughs> um, likewise, and uh -huh. and also I'm. I'm very excited to be sort of spreading out the gadget part of yeah. my channel again, because I've been uh, spending a little bit more time digging back into. So one of the things that made me really sad leaving Newegg mm -hmm. was how many fun little systems we'd get to play with. And I absolutely adored ripping open nooks. Yeah. They're just so much fun for those little PCs. But um, lately I've been playing with um, a couple other small form factor PCs. The folks at Geekom sent over um, yeah, an yeah, AMD about build yeah. on that same one. So these are now like properly on the channel, public. Everybody can watch them. And uh, next, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be in next week. Actually, now maybe I shouldn't tease it like that. But um, I'm getting one of the newer AMD 7735 mm -hmm. HS chipset. Uh, small form factor PC. So I'm going to be putting it up head to head against some of these older, like this is the 5800H. I've okay. got 11th and 12th gen Intels. Okay, I you. mean, I'm just covered in little mini PCs. So I, say, where, I got the flip, you got the PCs. Where you have flip phones and I feel you can more appropriately like stack those on a desk. I am yeah. now precariously like leaning tower of PCs <laughs> here in my room. Um, oh, I finally got that sponsored video out. I was really appreciative that the folks at TCL were uh, amenable to me making more of a video call out mm -hmm. against some of the coverage for Vision Pro and making that kind of an educational piece instead of like, here is another pair of glasses and let me read the specs at you and they have all the specs. Um, so that video was a lot of fun to put, to put together. That's going live. And then like you, you did today, I did mine yesterday of a really long rambling chill chat with the Patreon community to yeah. unbox and start setting up the Pixel 8 Pro. Um, yeah, mine showed I don't know up about... really late. I didn't even think it was going to show up yesterday. Yeah, so I mine, really mine didn't. 
Yeah, yeah. I called <laughs> the second I got the alert that so there was a problem with shipping some of the Team Pixel units. There was like a holdup in Memphis and deliveries were late. And the second I got the notification that it was going to be late, I called FedEx and said, "Hey, is it really at this processing center? Because I know where that is, and yeah. I could just go pick it up." And they were like. Yeah, you could just go get it. So I drive over there, and they're like, no, of course we don't have your package. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there waiting for a little while, and someone else comes in, and he was like, oh, wait, no, that truck's over on the side. It's here. And it took, like, three people, but we we found it. And uh, I immediately, like, jetted home and, and did, did the setup. But I don't yeah. know about your packaging. No. It, I still... We, we can use this to transition into Pixel 8, because we're going to spend most of this time talking yeah, yeah. about Pixel 8. Um, I still... It drives me crazy. I have been begging for this, I think, since the OnePlus 3. Okay. If a company does these specialty influencer and reviewer packaging, Mm -hmm. sell a version of that in a very limited quantity. First hundred people, make make it a game, Do, do something, but extend that out to general consumers and you would make so many people happy. But I will tease, if you catch my the replay on my unboxing and setup, uh, my specialty packaging was kind of a calamity. Um, I don't know about yours, but it, my phone was not shipped well. <laughs> and so, I'll stop there, yeah. because thankfully the phone is okay, but yeah. opening it was a very um, anxiety-inducing moment where... I really didn't know if this phone was going to be like damaged. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I didn't shipped. catch the, uh, the stream because you did it during the middle totally of the okay. day. Still at the office. Didn't want to steal your thunder. No, 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 no. Yeah. It, it, oh crap. Okay. Because so you you I know how mine. it was packaged in there. Yeah. Oh no, I saw. No, no, I know. I, and I was about to add to that conversation. So the, a little bit of a background conversation to this. Um, our packages are hand crafted these are not mm-hmm. the way they're shipped out of a factory and they're not assembly style they're literally because what what they do is they send us and i'm sure you guys will see that in the video there's a bag that has all the boxes that for the devices that were inside of the specialty package mm-hmm. uh, the watch is very nicely nestled into its own little holder not a chance it's gonna fall right but the phone was the just phone. put straight down and yeah. it wasn't indented in. So, yeah, for me, it was nah. the same thing. The phone slid out of the spot. Yeah. And when I was opening it, and I was like, wait a minute. And all I heard oh, was scary. Like, yeah, yeah, because I heard like, rattling. And I'm like, oh, crap, did something break? Oh, no. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And I'm it was just shipped where it was yeah. bouncing around in that box. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. thankfully, yeah. they also gave us this business card that I will not turn around, which mm-hmm. is Google Concierge White Glove Service is available oh, to us. So, hopefully... If anything goes wrong with my Pixel 8 Pro, I can give them a call and say, hey, yeah. um, like, I think here. something might be broken and it looky could here. be because I, of the fancy box. I got the snap, crackle, and pop in the side of the box when it first came. So what are you going to do? Dag, yo. You know? Dag. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened, man. That's exactly what happened. Um, no, no. Luckily, we're both, luckily, well, luckily the phones were okay. I didn't, like, yeah, yes. the, you're right. Um this year's packaging is actually very unique. It's very nice. They have that nice little... It was a cool... In there. Do I still have it over here? I thought I still had it in this room. Oh, it's down here. Yeah. It's under the uh, nooks. Please look under the mm-hmm. nooks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's not going to focus on me. But yeah, no. really nice plastic acrylic. I, I guarantee you, if you made this option available in a very limited quantity, they would sell like crazy. Like banana, and, and just like how... Rock jackers? 
and, like and to go friend. into it though knowing that it's it's yeah, a it's limited not quantity not like <laughs> you're gonna sell thousands of these um I, I think it would just be such a such a fun not halo happening. yeah okay yeah, this is not wow. gonna happen sorry <laughs> i'm actually kind of surprised that panasonic got it and your sony was struggling with that well my so i think it's catching the reflection it's trying to focus Dude, on i'm not even in i'm reflection. not even in focus goku's in focus I, i'm not i I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say anything, but it. it I, I. mean, I'd be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed on your behalf. I, oh, I for feel the bad. love of. Oh man. <laughs> oh, here we are. Here we are. Okay, okay, no. no, but this happens all the time. It. Um, Sony's yeah. amazing autofocus is great when the camera's recording. Yeah. But that whole just coasting thing. Nah, yeah. Well, yeah. Nice. And and you know what drives me crazy is Panasonic is exactly the opposite. So if I'm streaming, it tracks my face perfect. The second I hit record, it starts looking for like stuffed animals on my deck, on my, on my, uh, um, okay, we're ready. Okay. Star stream, star stream, star stream, Optimus, 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 star stream. Right. And, and I can't puppy, count on puppy, it staying focused like, on me. Where is one? Yeah, yeah. Like catch, catch some of those battery, those crate battery reviews I do. Cause I set up the table and I try to make it look a little nice at a different angle. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, I am strategically cutting away awkward points in the middle of sentences because that's when my camera lost <laughs> focus and I couldn't see. So oh anyway, yes. um, okay, short story incredibly long. Uh, so you're all done with your um, unboxing, mm -hmm. long-term review, review long, uh, long, full long camera term. deep dive, uh, I, comparisons I, against all the, the phones that are better. Episode. Yeah, absolutely. Like why I, people just, should buy the iPhone 15 instead of the Pixel 8 Pro. 15 Pro Max, um, for sure, hands down. Why it is yeah. a better choice, why the bubbles are colored. And um, sure. also, I have a, an editorial that's going to come out the day after just with the, uh, you know, my thoughts on why people should, you know, stop even stop even looking. Well, at and, and we need to do like some hard hitting journalistic investigative reporting on how when we use the phone before it was launched fully to consumers and before it got that first oh. update that there were software bugs, mm -hmm. right? Speaking like we, yes, we don't yes, have yes. to cover that on other phones, but for some reason we need to spell out that the phone in a state that no consumer will ever use it had bugs before those bugs got patched. And and therefore you should not even consider it. That that's and then also I got it. I'll, I'll do I'll do the contemplative thumbnail on. Can we even trust those seven years of support? <laughs> <laughs> will, will will you even have seven years with that phone? No, I'm with you. Uh, before we get segued too far out, I don't know if yours did. But come on. Yes. Oh, it just on, arrived today. Yes, mine. It just, just arrived oh, now. Yes, hold on. Yeah, yeah. It. Um. So I was what talking to heck? a buddy of mine, AJ, and he hit me up and he said, "Hey, check it out. My Pixel Seven finally got it. I feel like the Seven and the Seven Pro. Yeah, no, we're we're updating what on our with side. the Sevens. No idea. They were uh, so many people were were in the same boat with us that they mm -hmm. got totally left out of the Android 14 update. My 16 Pro fired up like that. Dude, Omar's four four uh, uh, A got the update like day one, <laughs> and I was like, "How did that?" Oh, that's things? awesome. You know, but you know I, what's I, sad? I, uh, sorry, I know we're talking about every other phone, but the Pixel Eight right now. Um, one of the phones that might be on Marie's shortlist, she really liked her Pixel Four A five G, and I found our Pixel Five A, so she might just do that since she Dude. can't get a Sony and she still wants a headphone jack. That and, might and be I, it. The five A, the five A is actually a really, really. Commit. I feel like it. It was a little bit better, even because of that function over the five, because the five was smaller. But then you lost certain functionalities in there, and yeah. 
I think one of the reasons Omar still enjoys his foray, uh, his 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 phone is it still has the four, uh, the headphone jack. When they went to the five, we lost the headphone jack. On the six, we lost the headphone. Oh, I'm sorry, I take that back. He has the five A. Yeah, yeah, he, he is mm-hmm. on the five. He is on the five A. Um, it's the one. It's the, the one. Better battery and life, the last, and, and it's the last one. Yeah, and and the headphone jack and before the six and the seven. And it's okay that it's not me. a crazy powerhouse for someone like my wife who was totally satisfied with the LG G7 back in the day. Like she didn't need day. any more compute power than a Snapdragon 845. Like yeah. she was good. That was a champ, so. man. The 845 is seriously like a, a legit champ. No, but I mean like I, the Pixel 5a gonna... has a 765. So I mean like she's not going to be hurting at all. So, and so she the Pixel had 5. the Pixel 4a 5G. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've had the phone for about a day. I've had the phone for about a day. I just completed uh, a day. Pixel, Pixel 8 Pro. How are you feeling so far? Because I'm just getting started. Even though I've had it for a day and I've started setting yeah. it up and I've started like, I've, I still haven't gotten my SIM card switched over I'm, yet. I'm, I'm in that so. point. Exactly. I'm okay. in the in the middle of doing all of the stuff that I'm doing for the last 24 hours. And a lot of the content that I pushed out today were shot, was ed- shot and edited within the last 24 hours. With yeah. the exception of the watch video that I started working on a little bit, uh, a day or so ahead of time. Yeah, um, you stinker. You had it early. <laughs> no, but the, here's the weird part about it is my only, the only thing is I couldn't say and I couldn't share anything. I couldn't show anything. And most people that saw me thought this was the first one because it yeah. looks the same. And it's then exactly I had the same, the same protector on it and all of that stuff. So for the longest time, I've been like, okay, I can't do anything. I can't say anything. And then, of course, day one, obviously, this morning. So that was my main priority. I felt like everybody and their mom mm-hmm. are probably talking about the you know, the Pixel 8 and 8 Pro and all of that. And the watch typically gets the least amount of love because most yeah. people obviously want the smartphones. So although my video was a little bit long, thank God, obviously, it's been performing kind of uh, really well. Like Again, uh, it's more of a deep dive into everything about the Pixel Watch 2, uh, experience with the battery life, everything that you need to know to make that mm-hmm. decision. If you pre-ordered sure. the 8 and 8 Pro, uh, the 8 Pro specifically, I think. If you pre-ordered yeah. the 8 Pro, you got it for free. It was good. Um, and honestly, it's a great it's a great companion. And I think you're, I mean, I'll say this. I'm predicting that you're going to enjoy this, obviously, a little bit more than last year's Pixel Watch. But I'm also predicting that um, it's going to surprise you in certain aspects, especially when it comes down to the metrics I found this watch to be more consistently able to pick up my impromptu exercises, walks, or like I'm playing with the quest and then suddenly it just, it, it picked yeah, up. Yeah. Cause that's something like, like tick watch. They try to say, Hey, we can kind of catch it within a five minute buffer, but there've been times where it's it, like the whole thing is done. And then there's like, Oh, well, where yeah, was that I'm finishing workout? my workout? And then it's like, Oh, we tracked the last five minutes. And you're like, no, that's no. not a thing. So I was, um, it, it was, it was legit. Like I, I started the elliptical in the gym and I forgot even to say it to start it off. And within a couple of maybe 30, 45 seconds, uh, the watch gave me a buzz that's by the cool. end of it. It's like, we just recorded it. Just want to let you know, you know, we recorded your elliptical exercise for the last 33 minutes. Like what, how did, what they, well, okay. So you knew I was, well, on the thank you. Yeah. So it, I'll say this from a from a Fitbit standpoint, it definitely works a lot better. And from a Android Wear functionality, it is better with the W5. It definitely benefits from having Qualcomm's chipset in there. Um, it still, I think, like as far as I'm not going to give away too much of the video, there's still some things. Obviously, I felt like were slightly different about it uh, that they can they went specifically with this design, especially the four pin connector for the charger. That was for me. 
a thing now that you have to, if you have to use this watch, you have to remember to bring it with you every time. If you're traveling, it's have you not the... done anything with Fitbits in the past? I was really racking my brain. I yeah, don't. This, this is the Fitbit charger. This is literally the Fitbit. Yeah, charger. no, no, no. That, that that's what I mean. Is like, I feel like people like us who were smartwatch guys who kind of have now started started adopting more of the fitness tracker lifestyle. When I was at Pocket now, and and before I was like freelancing and stuff like that never had a chance to get to try a fitbit yeah I've every single time a cool fitness tracker would come in jaime would steal it because you know <laughs> well, he's like a runner he and stuff. does it yeah exactly he still yeah he still does so so this is really my first flavor of anything fitbit mm -hmm. and so for me it's the techie side of this is really frustrating looking at a generational watch switch where the charger doesn't support it anymore I, we might make fun of tick watches for having magnetic pogo pin chargers, but they've been pretty consistent over the last several generations of keeping the same charger. Yeah. I have to believe this is a better gateway drug to get a Fitbit owner to consider switching over to a smartwatch if Absolutely. the chargers are compatible with their current gear. It's just kind of pissing me off that we don't got that. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 initially, there was that initial shock because, again, I mean, although we had it last year, it, it was, again, I feel like this is more of the better synergy as far as getting Fitbit users to try a Wear OS app. Uh, sorry, Wear OS watch that runs Fitbit as well. So it's more of the, hey, by the way, if you want to switch over to this, it's, that, again, it contributes to why the size of the watch is a little bit smaller. It's a la Fitbit. Not all yeah. Fitbits have the same Pogo connector, but most of them, because sure. some of them had the, like the charge. Used the, to the, the more watch-like ones have. Yeah, the more, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so for those, I think it's going to definitely be very familiar. Fitbits integration is super easy and super simple. It's inside of the Galaxy Watch app. Um, not everything announced is available. That's the about the only thing that, that I was also kind of a little bit hoping for. Did you probably a like a long term re return to this, especially when we get the AI functionalities, where Fitbit is supposed to be able to be more proactive about helping you fix or uh, get you on the right track for your exercise. In case yeah. you know the example they were saying is like, yeah, my my run today was a little bit so, worse than yesterday. So, so yeah. like my mom is super into Fitbit stuff, and one of the things that she does kind of like is. They've got kind of an activity and rest nag mm -hmm. notification. So it's not just, oh, you need to be more active. It's kind of looking at her stats throughout the week to say, your workouts will probably not be as effective because you're pushing yourself past exhaustion points in these areas. Mm -hmm. And that kind of data, that kind of, uh, that kind of tracking is, it's a really interesting idea. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we can kind of get a flavor of it, see how well this might work. Yeah, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm reluctant to look at yet another Google service mm -hmm. to add a subscription fee to my monthly expenses. Exactly. But I am I am going to give this a bit more of a try than I have than I've I have had in the past. Because um, usually the watches with these apps are just like, yeah, they track my steps. It, I can see my passive, heart rate. It's yeah, fine. exactly. It's yeah, a it, yeah, it's very passive. Very passive. And I feel like with Fitbit, it's a little bit more proactive in inform informing us what's going on, what's changing. And I feel like um, that had that little bit of a dashboard, the Fitbit today, that just gives you your constant, your running stats for whatever yeah. day that you're in. I find it a little bit more intuitive. And again, I I'll probably say this before, but my wife used to be very much into the Fitbit ecosystem till I, unfortunately, we read Fitbits are not cheap. I'll just say that. Um, the, the battery on, I think the one that you, she used to have just basically got that to the point where it was just not usable. 
And I had yeah. extra tick watches. So I got her on the tick watch E because I felt like it was a watch that would work for her to give us a couple of days. But, and you know, with that, you left the ecosystem, you left the Fitbit ecosystem because you have to go you know, Google fit. And now obviously Google's shifting their approach. So we'll have to see how it goes in the long term. But for the last two to three weeks that I've had my watch, um, I've had a couple of updates. I've gone through the growing pains. Again, it was pre-release um, uh, initial hiccups and stuff that I didn't share because I felt like those were pre-release hiccups. This is things yeah. that I'm, I mean, I'm trying to, we're trying to get something to run. No, no, no. I mean, and, if, if we yeah. want to hit the big time and start writing for outlets like CNET, what we have to do is talk about our ongoing and developing review where we can let people know there are bugs when products are, are launched. Yeah, are no, no, launched exactly. and, and it's early for them. It, it's absolutely that that last little paragraph asterisk put in on the last page explaining what's going on. Um, I think for me though is um, <laughs> as a, as the oh the other thing that I'm really excited to try to try out now is um, I'm going to switch over to the one that we got from the Team Pixel one because that's a slightly different version. That is an LTE model, which means now is a true time to be able to see how does the battery you know how does it work when at some point in the day you lose Wi-Fi, you lose Bluetooth connectivity yeah. to your phone, and you got to leverage LTE or make, you know, go out for a run, go out for a walk with LTE and using GPS at the same time, how much that, does that tax your system, especially when the display is uh, running always on display. So it, it's one yeah. of those things you want to definitely check because I feel like Google may have quoted the <laughs> the, the Wi-Fi version uh, timing of, of over 24 hours, but you're able to push well, beyond and, that. Yeah. So, and, and don't you find it, because I don't want to harp on this, because yeah. I, I don't believe Google is the only one making this kind of, I don't want to say lie of omission, but mm -hmm. this this kind of casual description of the lifestyle use. I feel a lot of our accessories, like earbuds, will do this similarly too. Like, oh, you can get up to eight hours if you don't use any features and you turn off active noise cancellation. Oh, and, um, then, and don't use the best codec, but yes. Exactly. If you're using an SBC low, low data rate, but good exactly. connectivity codec. And I feel there is a consumer education issue with so many of our products. I've been mm -hmm. focusing on this a lot with AR headsets and face displays and things like that, but consumers broadly are not turning to techies for any kind of education because they kind of know they probably won't get it. And those nuances, you set up the consumers to not like your product if you're pitching them in your, you know, your keynotes and in your marketing, oh, it's got like 40 hours of battery life. And then if they lean on the LTE, it's like, nah, you got like six hours of battery life. I don't know. It's not that no, it, it, um, wide of a disparity, but the, the first generation my point, did eat about that. Oh, know, the first generation of, was, it was 10% an hour. Uh, with was real bad. Yeah. But I still feel like you're kind of setting up your customers to fail and it's up to the companies now to at least share something in the marketing that helps better inform what the expected use should be because these consumers are getting their information from Best Buy kiosks, carrier stores, and commercials. And when we have these in-depth conversations, we well, I have an audience of people here in this chat right now that I feel mm -hmm are probably the tech educators in their families that if you're curious about this stuff and you're you're geeking out on it like we are i would imagine that that's probably a consistent personality trait absolutely so few families have a geek like us and they have we to are, get their information the from other sources exactly. no no i'm with you i'm with you 
it, it things it's a tougher conversation to make because you're right. Uh, and, and the reality is most people, I mean, it's hard to generalize, but you're right. The, the data that you're consuming is predicated on where you're getting it. Best Buy is repeating mm -hmm. exactly what Google put on the spec sheet. Yes. Uh, everything you're getting is pretty much just repeat, repeat, repeat what's on the label. And at the end of the day, is that true? It's like, you know, taking the face value of an MPG on a car without realizing that, you know, there may be some factors in here, flat, you know, flat terrain, yeah. the car was empty, one person <laughs> sitting there, AC was Volkswagen off. lied about the diesels. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, no. I, or, or, or like saying that the range that Tesla advertises is a really 100% true. It's a very optimistic it's a assessment very, of very what your EV can do. The, the wind pushing you, you know, you're like, yeah, it's, it's a... You learn that very quickly, um, but you're right. Usage on, on on buds, on watches, or even smartphones. I mean, that's yeah. one of the big things a lot of people like to know, but we're more aware of it on smartphones because it's like in front of us all the time. The watch, the buds and stuff, that becomes more of it. And I kind of said that in my video. I said, Google's trying very hard to make the watch not be in front of you, be more of a passive experience, mm -hmm. but also make it so that you don't have to you grab your phone and keep looking at your phone all the time. But that's the whole purpose of using a wearable, be it either, you know, either yeah. glasses, what we used to have in the past, but more so smartwatches. That's what they do. What I reason why I like Wear, wear OS or Android Wear uh, based smartwatches is because of that interoperability with the ability of responding back, initiating functionalities. Mm -hmm. If you have access to the assistant, doing some automation, I love the ability of being able to be, as I'm walking down and say, ask my assistant to broadcast and I'm able to send the message to my son in case he doesn't answer his phone because it's in another room. Yeah. Little things like That's, that makes perfect nice. sense to me. Yeah, it is absolutely nice. And I think those are the things that we need to kind of um, appreciate what we get there. But it's hard to explain that on the label if, if unless somebody tries it and then literally keeps tabs because then you get the bad experience of like, well, my watch doesn't last me all day. They said it's had 24 hours and I'm not mm -hmm. getting 24 hours. So I'm going to just return it. So it, it's a tough choice. Yeah. You have to kind of explain yeah. it and set the expectations right. So um, again, one whole day and I'm ready for my long-term review and my comparisons. I just um, have a few I, more B-roll shots that I want to do those cinematic shots. So yeah. I, I, I can't say that this feels tremendously different, mm -hmm. although some of the interactions just feel a little cleaner, and I have no idea if that's psychosomatic. Like, you know, you, every time someone runs an update, and you're like, oh, my phone feels so much faster now. And you're like, oh my is God, this the yeah. first time you've rebooted your phone in like six months? <laughs> six months is that maybe thing. why it feels faster? Um, <laughs> I'm in that kind of honeymoon zone where okay, this is clean, it's fresh, it's brand new, it's not been bogged down with a bunch of app installs and like data and caches that need to be cleared. And mm -hmm. I've done my little setup routine on it. Um, so I really need to live with it at least through the next three or four days before I feel like I can say, hey, this does feel different or, you know what, this isn't like... It's fundamentally different mm -hmm. um and yeah. for me it's a lot of those things are going to come down to like will i really feel some of the differences in battery life but then the cranky side always has to come through where now that the pixel watch is running a qualcomm soc and the xiaomi watch running, running a qualcomm soc has google assistant 
I want to see Google support Fossil and Mobvoi better. So and there's I, really no reason. Put in a comment, somebody put somebody a comment in my video that the, that the Fossil Gen 6 does have the Google Assistant. So I okay. think Fossil started to get that, it. That's got to be Mo pretty new because so I'm they, thinking they... Mobvoi is about the only one that is still Google Android Wear, but not Wear with uh, like, again, the, sure. um, what's it called? Uh, Xiaomi is not running Wear 4. Xiaomi is running no, Wear No, they're wearing Wear 3. 5. Yeah, so there, there's still that whole separation of hierarchy. You know, hierarchy. You got <laughs> Samsung Pixel F4, everybody else at 3.5. But the, the answer is we're starting to see it in more devices, more watches. Because sure. the, the Pixel, the Fossil one was the one that I thought was still not there. Um, but I haven't heard anything from our friends over at uh, TickWatch, and I would, I would love it. I would love to see an update pushed out to the 5 yeah. Pro. Uh, initiate, you know, but I, I, I need to see some of this mm -hmm. conversation happen. And I really want Google to do a better job of leading this conversation because I still feel until I get data that suggests otherwise that maybe Google gave these companies everything they needed. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Fossil and Mobvoi went, nah, we'll, we'll make everything on this watch function the best we can, except this one feature makes no sense to me. And so yeah. that to me speaks of a very different relationship and a very different support relationship with some companies over others. And no. if I couldn't get an answer from a Google rep, I mean, I've reached out and I've asked questions. They love to tell me they'll get back to me and then they never do. Yeah, but no, to I'm... me, this is not an issue with the manufacturer as much as it is the relationship between Google and that manufacturer. So um, short story, incredibly long. Yeah. Early one day with yeah. the Pixel Watch, I, I like what it represents, and I can totally see a market for who would enjoy using this watch. Just from a design standpoint, I'm not Absolutely. sure it's going to be the daily wear for me. But the second I pulled it out of the box, Marie was like, oh, you got <laughs> the new one. I was about to say, it, the, the sure mm -hmm. way to figure out if this is a hit, if this makes perfect sense. You have to hand it over to your wife, man. She's been using the first generation. The first gen. Get her on the second one and then see if this makes sense to her. Does it make, does it yeah. feel different? Is it the same? Because I really feel like it's like this is like a, a, a gold mine of data that you got right there. Especially <laughs> with the, the product tester that, that, you know, not supposedly, that actually lives with you and, right. you know, kind of likes you. But, you know, I, I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, it, it, obviously she does, but you know what I mean? She, she would be basically the best perfect example there, especially for the for the for your review. You can go look at it from your point of view, but then also maybe incorporate some comments from her side. Kind of like you brought then, her in with the Velotric uh, conversation. Oh, I, like I, 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 I trying to nail my wife down to like, OK, we're going to set up a camera and you're going to talk to it. And you're like, if you don't have fun with it, this isn't going to be a good video. You got to need to kind of enjoy. So. What I might get are some filtered responses, but what I really want to see is if she notices things like battery life and tracking mm -hmm. differences and stuff like that. Because that is her primary criticism of the first one is, this is a watch that is getting charged multiple times a day. Yeah. And that's not really sustainable. Like that, that isn't a great relationship with a wearable. So after charging it this morning, I'm still at 63%. Nice. Yeah. And and like I said, there's a few things you need to do to extend the battery life. But if you just want to have all mm -hmm. the bells and whistles on, it will last you. It It is not going to be a two. And, and I'll be honest with you. I have 
messages from like Telegram, YouTube, uh, mm -hmm. consistent messages, notifications sure. from my cameras. Um, you know, some Juan guy that keeps messaging me, telling me he missed a meeting with me. I'm <laughs> like, I didn't have dork. a meeting with you. One of those. Um, yeah. And the battery does last. Uh, I like also the fact that it does charge a little bit faster um, than what we had yeah, the first generation. Yeah. If you got it, you got I, I, it. I know, I know there is a nice perk in having like the, the Samsung ecosystem of a watch that can charge off the back of your phone. That, now, wireless cool. charging is pretty yeah. cool. I, but... I actually, it, it helped me out <laughs> in a couple of times when I was traveling yeah. and I forgot my charger. It's not bad. It's super slow, sure. but it's, it's, yeah, it's a convenience. In a sure. pinch, it can get it done. Mm -hmm. But, but um, if, if you want to charge something faster and you want to charge it more efficiently and hopefully reduce some of the wear and tear on the battery over time, you kind of can't beat pins. So no. um, shifting back, because uh, yeah, yeah. we kind of started Pixel 8 Pro and then we we love the detour. <laughs> um, I in, in a first full day, yeah, yeah. I love having the Pro be flat screen with ever so slightly flatter sides. I am not the how does it feel in the hand kind of guy, but I really do like that. Ooh, <laughs> we're walking away. We're walking away from sort of the curved glass aspects of of previous pixels. I there's less distortion and glare and side reflections because oh, no, 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 I, I like to mount my phone in landscape when when I'm, I'm driving I, in my car. I'm, I'm, well, okay, so I'll say this: it, it it's it's obviously still about a day for me as well. Um, in the in the unboxing video that I did, I did I I compared the two devices. There's there's subtle differences. The flat display is. It actually kind of makes the phone look bigger, though. It does like when you when you put the phone, totally both phones together. Where, where the edges of like, the screen don't like fade away into a vanishing like point it, when you're because looking it goes at up, it. Yeah, and it goes straight out. So when you, when I'm actually but even you know what I love, right now, yeah, is I fire up something like LumaFusion and I don't have controls at the edge of the screen that are on the curves of the glass. Like when you go to render a video, some of your controls you have to tap on the edge of the curve, which it's easy to misclick, and then you're renaming <laughs> your project or you're changing your bitrate or something. And, yeah. and it's little things like that where yeah, the yeah. look of it is definitely like, this looks bigger, it looks broader, although it's within, I think, a millimeter oh, difference no, no, no. of, of actual size. I'm not, it I'm not looks saying that bigger. Like, it just visually, like when you put them next to each other, sure. the, you know it's the same size display, but it definitely has that difference in there. And then there's the other factor of the fact that is the visor on the back is actually thicker. Yeah. So because of that, when you put the phones next to each other, you got flatter surface on the front, slightly raised above. It looks the chunkier. Other one is. It looks sure. chunkier. So you kind of like, well, wait a minute. What did I just get? You know what I mean? But in reality, it's a visual effect. And I show it in there as well in my video where you could see the, the, the visor on the back. Obviously, we have bigger optics the, the 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 sensors or the the area in the back needs to house not only the three cameras but also uh that apparently sensor that you what was your body temperature when you when you ran it was it okay like so no no my, my surface temperature was 92 degrees yeah i saw that i was concerned yeah like, are you okay bro i run hot and we were i mean when i'm doing live streams like that it's middle of the day the sun 90, is baking this wall yeah but 92 is this, low no, no, no. Surface temperature. Surface That's temperature. not internal temperature. The surface temperature of your skin is always way lower than... Try it right now. 
we'll, we'll I, test it right now. What else have you been here? I'm going to, I'm going to also, while you do that, I'm going to take the temperature of my water mug just to do a temperature because I can. So I've got my little thing here and here's the outside of my mug. Come on. Okay. Object temperature and then tap. See, 84.5. And then if I do me, oh wait, now I've got to reset it. Hold on. Reset. See, you're ninety. You're ninety-two. Also, oh, I'm like eighty-seven. I'm like way cold. Ninety-three. Oh, I've got the air coming on. You know, hitting Goofy. me in the head right now. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm, so, you're right. I guess surface temperature. Oh, there we go. Ninety-two. I'm, so I'm not dead. So no, but that that's kind of the thing. Is like, jury's I really out on feel... that one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> say hundred. I am not well, gonna say. I mean, you know, I'm not. If I'm even undead, I'm a revenant. I'm not a zombie. So, uh, um, okay. th this to me is is a part of is a part of a conversation that will never get the full story from Google, but mm -hmm. there had to have been some kind of reason or story why they decided to go with the temperature sensor, and I really feel it was a design element from the middle of the pandemic and we were going into buildings and one of the things that they would do was check your your temperature they would stick a gun on you and check your temperature i remember but that's not, i remember dude the uh, the first but that's not your internal temperature they were was, reading your outer skin temp to see if you were feverish yeah but it, it wasn't an accurate measurement of your internal it was, it was core temperature yeah it was an indicator at best it was just yeah it was just an indication or as a trend yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. And I feel like... <laughs> DG and Nil is like, oh, Fahrenheit. Ooh, you had me worried there. <laughs> TK like, is 90 degrees C. Hold on. Wait, hold on. What are they using? Are they using Kelvin? Are they on Kelvin? Uh, we're using freedom degrees. Thank freedom you very much. Degree. Yeah. Freedom degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blah, 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 uh, degrees of uh, separation. No, yeah, I know. It's uh, So 93 is roughly... Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know if it's still here in my office, but I've got one of those laser thermometers and while we're talking about this let's see how accurate it is the pixel brought down into one thing so with when once while one's looking for uh, ah. for for the the, the thermometer i got one of those yeah i usually use those yeah. for my uh temperature test that's the surface uh thermometer yeah okay so uh palm of my hand is 92 degrees i almost shot 93 93 i almost shot myself in the face uh, with uh, a laser yeah let's not do bad that. for your eyes mm -hmm. so now let's see what the pixel says and we're just gonna put that right there Ooh, 80 87.7 that is a a big disparity between the laser thermometer oh wait nope see this is what <laughs> what's kind of concerning is like it has is, to be is flush, it that you're supposed to is it supposed to be flush because it says to do it from like five centimeters away i don't well and, and i don't know it's like two, two inches all right 90 but I did that right in the middle of my palm, and my palm was 93. Hold on. All right. <laughs> We're doing it live. Doing it live. Okay, so now 92. This thing seems to be pretty sensitive to Remember, small changes it, one in of the reasons why google access. said that it wasn't certified to be to for you know human for fda, FDA, <laughs> FDA, FDA it's because that's the numbers yeah exactly it's gonna come yeah down to and nick gay is down here as a nurse we would never acknowledge surface temperatures <laughs> but i feel like when my daughter first started going to school like it, like in-person classes and it was so sad you had a whole bunch of kindergartners 
in a kindergarten class with these like taped off squares that they oh, weren't yeah. allowed to step outside of so they wouldn't get uh, too close to their classmates and they would have to play out on the recess like dude, games I, where I, they could I, bounce I, balls the, far away the, from each other but I'll, I'll when they the, were yeah. they were walking into the school they were all getting zapped in the forehead <laughs> by some kind of thermometer like this just to make sure um I remember in 2020, in 2020, before the pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic, when Samsung had their last unpack in San Francisco, um, they weren't even doing the hand. In the, they actually had ma big machines with temperature yeah. sensor zones with displays. And it was like total recall. In, yeah, it was like, whoa. Yeah. And we were like walking in and we're like, dude, I didn't realize it was that serious, man. I mean, obviously, it was, everybody was wearing masks. We started to wear masks, but we weren't in shutdown. That was the weird yeah. kind of timing of it. It was the end of February. But um, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll say this. How likely am I going to be picking it up? We'll have to see. I think it's going to be fun to be able to check out certain things if you ever really want to know how hot something is, especially if you're trying to eat something or whatever. But I think at the but end of the even, day... But even then, I mean, someone with like PP Joker saying like, hey, I'd like to put that on a, excuse me, on a nice piece of steak... And you're like, I've got a really nice digital internal meat thermometer. Because, like, I don't care what the surface temperature of a steak is. I need to make sure it's not going to kill anyone. Oh, no, absolutely. Or, There's a reason. You and know, and food anytime poisoning. You're, like, you're cooking something like that. It's yeah, you need, the inter you need the internal temperature. So there's got to be saying, some... Though, is PPJ some Joker, other you story. You just phone in. Yeah, you just got to shove your pixel all the way through your steak. Exactly. Um, really the... easy if you're if you're just trying to do like you know some street tacos. You got that thin shave. That ah, you're yeah, doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really um, nice Yeah. I, I just uh, I, it kills me because like, there's that PR part of the conversation where someone at Google yeah. has an answer, and I would love to know what the story is mm -hmm. and what their expectations on this might be. But and and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I just mean like. Right now, this is feeling a little like some of those other features that only ever show up on one phone. If it's I, the microscope on say, a about, Find X, or if it's air it. gestures on the Pixel 4. Exactly. The Soli chip. I don't think this is going to stick stick around for Pixel 9. It, it, it's, I'll, I'll say this. It's a little bit early to tell, but if we, we just go with based on the information we've seen before... It is absolutely an experiment. I think it's an interesting approach to temperatures for people that are concerned for temperatures, that this could be something. But yeah. again, it is, it isn't going to be the tell all of basically, you know, you take a temperature of your kid and you're like, well, you, you have a temperature. I'm like, no, you, you kind of need to still use the thermometer that you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, but the overall package, if we kind of just keep in mind that this is really, it's a pro feature. This is Google's approach to pro um, one of the things I, I mean, I still, and we said this last week, uh, and I think I, I still feel very much now that I've had a chance to play with a little bit with the pro and the non-pro version of it. Um, there is a distinctive experience difference between the pro and the non-pro. The camera mm -hmm. stack isn't, doesn't carry over the same the way it did last year. This year is actually pretty much the way yep. it was more like last year where you have a 50 and a 12 as opposed to a 50 and 48 and 48 kind of a thing. You're getting a better camera setup. I, I really feel like the Pro is truly the Pro. Google is definitely separating them enough now that well, you feel we, like... We, we, said this, we said this last week, and mm -hmm. I want to give us credit. Um <clears throat> Uh, I, I feel a lot of people are trying to equate the pixels as being members of the same family. Yeah. 
And last week, we kind of made some points back and forth while we were talking about um, sort of the announcement and what was going on in Pixel Land. Was it last yeah. week or was it the week before? Anyway. No, it was um, we, we, the Pixel we had 8. Our, yeah, we did our show a day early to catch it um, sure. uh, last week, yeah. So the Pixel 8 is analogous to an iPhone 15. Mm-hmm. The Pixel 8 Pro is analogous to an iPhone 15 Pro. And in iPhone land, you see bigger differences between things like SOCs, but then also different displays, different cameras. There's there's a lot of separation between a 15 and a 15 Pro. Exactly. Google does not have a Pixel 8 Plus, and they also don't have another variant of the Pixel 8 Pro, Pro Max, or whatever. So we we have one phone of each variety Mm-hmm. They are not the same phone, one's bigger, one's smaller. Exactly. And and I feel like that nuance is really important. Like display technology, big differences between the Improvements Pixel 8 and Pixel over last Pro. year, but definitely yeah, a big Improvements a big for both. Yeah. But still really big differences between the eight and eight pro. And like you were saying, different camera stacks. And I would not be surprised if there were also like over the life of these phones, subtle difference in things like the quality of the binned processors. Like there could be a sliding tier of the Pixel 8 Pros can get pushed a little harder. The mm-hmm. Pixel 8s are great mainstream performers. And then maybe some of the chips that, it's not that they're underperforming, but they just can't sustain the same kind of power draw or clock speeds. Maybe that's what ends up in a Pixel 8a yeah. down the line. Or if they even stick with, if they, Maybe still stick with like a Tensor Two <laughs> for a Pixel Eight A or no, something I, like I, that. No, so I I saw somewhere somebody that kind of made made a statement saying like if you kind of copy something from Apple and and try to use some of their I'm not going to say that it's it's a bad decision to go, but the year over year the last two years of, of upgrades that Apple's been going through has been giving us basically last year's SOC in in yeah. the in the more of the uh, the more like the average like when I had like the mid ranger version of the phone, not that it takes away from the experience, but essentially. The 15 is really running the 14 Pro's processor, and next yeah. year the 15 Pro, uh, the 15 Pro Max uh, processor will be running in the 16 standard model. So why mm-hmm. not do that? Why not continue selling the 7 Pro at a discounted price, keep the G2 running, get the benefit of what the G2 on, but then give it at a much more affordable uh, rate. Even if you just say keep the 8 and the 7 Pro, you know the 7 and the 7 Pro in there. Because so, what will end up happening is you you bridge the gap of people wanting to get. A sure. more affordable flagship that maybe just mm-hmm. isn't twelve months old that still gets the love at seven years of update. Well, not this one, but so you know, so but. here's so that that's that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Is I don't think Google is confident mm-hmm. that they will be able to support Tensor Two for the same commitment. I, and I, I I was more so. so it's I think kind it, but you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, we'll I think years. what I you're describing, mm-hmm. if they go with the Tensor Two again, I would imagine it would be another phone like three OS five security updates, mm-hmm. because I also don't think they would want to piss off the owners of seven Pros. I get it. Okay. So here's this cheap phone that's going to get seven years of updates and your significantly more expensive pro phone is going to be out of support before years before this cheap phone and so i I think you're correct though is what i'm hoping we'll see is the cycle the carryover is 
there's six month windows, right? Or roughly yeah. half year windows. And I'm really hoping Tensor 3 makes it to the Pixel 8a in the same year that Pixel 9 is gonna deliver Tensor 4. And, yeah. and that's gonna be our carryover window. It's gonna be a little different than Apple Land. It's not gonna be Tensor 3 in Pixel 9 and Tensor 4 in Pixel 9 Pro. We're gonna use the A series as our holdover from the year previous. And I, and I think if they continue that and they can keep up with that, I think it's gonna be a huge mistake if Pixel 8a sticks with the Tensor 2, because that's gonna really complicate the conversation on support. Exactly, because it, it is, they're doing a massive shift that has to basically, it's almost like um, resetting the, uh, the timeline so that everything kind of works for, works together at the same level and, and it, they're able to support it realistically. Um, other than that, I think just from a general impressions, uh, I mean, beyond the the display that, again, it's more of a visual uh, thing. Um, yeah, I do appreciate the a little bit more of that grippiness, the little more flatter sides on uh, the the side that you're able to carry it easier there. How nice is the matte finish? It just, so that was a nice little thing. So, so all of the colors for the 8 Pro have that matte finish, which means fingerprints are not going to be as as uh, obvious to most of us. And one of the really nice things about them is it just makes it very easy for Juan to basically, okay, we're going to turn it on to Juan right now. We'll be back in 20 minutes. Juan's going to be doing it. <laughs> wow. That's Juan, pretty Juan good Juan estimate to... of my, my ability to hang. So <laughs> I was like, Juan needs a few minutes there to kind of just, you know. <laughs> this this podcast really did just go PG-13 after dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed, because these changes are so subtle. If you're mm -hmm. on a Pixel 6 Pro or on a Pixel 7 Pro, you're going to pick up this phone and you're not going to, it's not going to seem radically different. Yeah. But for me, it's those little interactions where I don't have a case for it yet. My case was supposed to arrive today. I ordered it two days ago. Dude, you should just <clears> stop <throat> over tomorrow, man. I got a few. So, um... I can't. Yeah, I know um, it's a long drive for like, dude, I could just pick it up and mess But uh, yeah, right, Amazon <laughs> should have gotten it to me overnight. But anyway, um, it, it's not radically different, but you, I, I pulled this phone out of my pocket just to take a couple early photos. I'm terrified using phones out and about now without a case. And I go to take a photo and you're like, it feels just that tiny bit more holdable. Mm -hmm. when I'm going to take this photo or I'm trying to shoot this video. So it, it, it's never that part of the conversation where I always hate that feeling where someone might own an expensive phone, but it's a year old. And then they listen to yahoos like us, like, oh, the new one is like so much better and your old phones are garbage. And I never, ever want to leave off that, that impression. That is not yeah. what I'm saying when we talk about these generational differences. It's just... As a design philosophy, this is a direction mm -hmm. that I would actually like to see Google continue pushing. Like, I'd love to see tapers, like maybe more chamfered edges, but with a more a flatter rail mm -hmm. on the sides of the phone for a future, like get us back to some of the design language from the original Pixel back when they were more HTC devices. Oh, man. And it's, yep. It's it's that kind of it's that kind of aesthetic that I think would still be in keeping with what Google's doing now, but it's a direction that I hope they continue to examine for design. Um, I, I took it out last night. Yeah. I, I walked about three miles in the the dark of night. Okay. <laughs> I feel this camera still needs a software I am update. Batman. Yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. One yeah. more. Swear to me. Um, <laughs> 
It's my favorite line in all of Batman because it's just he's just jowly. It's almost like he's doing a bad Richard Nixon impersonation. Um, yeah. I feel like this still needs an update for before I can dig deep, do my like camera deep dive. I, I what, what are some of your early we, impressions yeah, for, for the cameras? There, uh, there's been a. I'll I'll say this very nice, like not nicely, but it's really it's a slow roll of functionalities to bring it up to speed. Out of the box, it had a day one update. Fine. Yeah. 200 meg. Yeah. Yeah. And as I was waiting for the day one update, I had to go through the Google Play Store and um, then I, exactly. And then I go in there and I update. There's about 33, 33, 34, uh, you know, updates. The thermometer app needed to update. The camera needed to have a whole bunch of different things. Um, it took a little bit for it to actually bring in some of the tools inside of the edit in inside of the Google Photos app. Like I would go into tools and it would tell me um, tools will be still downloading. Short, still downloading. It was yeah. still updating. So there was that whole, okay, when can I start playing around with that generative fill option that I want to be able to do? Like it was seriously, it, it, there's a lot of cool things in it. I'll say that. And it was more about, I wanted to take like a deep dive into the AI functionalities that we're talking about here. Because yeah. the reality at the end of the day Google's a software company. Google lives in software. Google does some of their best work in software. Putting in a, a, chip, a chipset that is optimized for AI, for those functionalities that they've been known to be doing well, and getting that magic eraser functionality, especially with all of the options that we've seen on device AI processing is going to be a big thing. As time goes on, we're going to see more and more companies go down that route. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I mean, I think was it uh, Qualcomm at... at um, on, at NMWC, Qualcomm was showing, uh, they did a demo, and I think I posted a reel about that. But they were doing mm -hmm. on-device, offline, on-device, AI-generative, uh, basically yeah. uh, cute. I asked it to, to create an image of a Dragon Ball character dancing, um, what's it called? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I forgot, like dancing. And it made, you know, a little bit of kind of a weird one, but it kind of looked like it was dancing. and had cowboy boots on. It was like, like wow. And that was on-device, and that was early in the year. Before Chat TV, you know, Chat GPT, before Bard, before all of that. And then now with all of the functions that are gonna come in, again, I'm mm -hmm. I wanna see the assistant with Bard. So it's exciting. Go, ghost Starscream, hot take. I don't want all of this AI processing crap on my phones. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm somewhere in between the two of you. I okay. feel like there are aspects like I was um you, you know Scott, Scott Peachy, technically. Yeah, speaking. Peachy, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was lurking uh, in the chat on his live stream yesterday and it just kind of clicked for me. Like we've been talking about this before, but I guarantee you within the next calendar year, mm -hmm. there is going to be a part of some criminal trial where photo evidence from a phone is called into question because of all of these editing tools. And we oh need God, yes, an sure. extremely strict chain of custody where the second you touch AI and generative fill and move objects in the photo, the photo is immediately flagged as being ridiculously altered. That nothing you can see in this photo should ever be taken seriously. I thought you were going to say ridiculously good looking, but please keep going. I'm yeah. sorry. My brain goes south. The other thing. It's <laughs> going to be anytime it's touch, it's going to be ridiculously good looking. So, then, so, because because yeah. I've said this before, I'm a big fan of these AI and generative fill tools mm -hmm. yeah. that help reduce the tedious work. Like the fact that I don't have to go scrubbing through a photo with a clone stamp tool 
to fix some kind of part of a photo or, or, or to correct for, I had to do it on another video where I had something that was under embargo in the video mm-hmm. and I didn't notice. And I'm sitting there like, do, 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 do. And, and like, I pulled it up and I, I, I had GIMP open and I drop it into GIMP and there's nothing I can do. It's, it's just going to be hours of work for me to like paint out this thing. And they're like, all right, I maybe still have a license for Adobe from another previous gig and it let me in and I fired it up in a content aware fill. It like scrubbed and immediately vanished the thing that I needed to get rid of. Yeah. So stuff like that is to me the perfect application of AI empowering an artist to create the final vision that they're trying to create and not saddling them with a bunch of tedious busy work and obscure brush tool memorizations. Me being able to move someone in a photo completely changes the narrative of that photo. And just think about all of the FUD that we're going to see in politics. You know, two people on opposite sides of the photo and, oh, let me just put this person standing closer over there. And now it looks like he's talking to a white supremacist. Oh, no! That. I know, I know. What we need to, but what you need to have is the second you upload that to social media, Social media has to be aware and a little flag pops up at the corner. This image has been altered. This image has been digitally enhanced or something. Tweaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah something. Exactly. And our society has not evolved <laughs> to, are, to yeah. appreciate a phone in your pocket, being able to do that in the moment yeah. on the fly. And that well, to me is, is the big concern. So, some, yeah. Because PP Joker's right. AI on our phones was just a background player. And it was like, it would help us with exposure settings. When Huawei started doing this, it was, I recognize that there is a pet in your photo. We are boosting the exposure and tweaking the HDR settings for a pet photo. It was never, let's completely change the composition and the arrangement of objects in your photo to tell a different story than what that photo captured in the moment. Yeah, no, and 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 the the fact that it is so accessible, and it could be done on the go. You don't have to get yeah. a computer. Um, I, I'm still like I'll I'll say this part of a big part of what's going on with me today as well has been that whole getting back into a familiar space, like being comfortable yeah. in a place that I've been there before. So I've, I've you guys have known I've used Pixel devices for many many years. Uh, I was actually up till recently maybe about a few months back, I was actually using my Pixel 7 Pro for quite some time. I traveled to MWC yeah. with it. It's a good um, phone. It's a great phone, It with the exception of the heating concept going on. But for me, it's you know going back into where everything runs on device. I can't tell you how annoying it is when I'm trying to use speech to text, which I use quite a bit. I don't I don't like typing in long messages. And sometimes it just, my nope. wife's like, why are you talking to the phone? I'm like, I'm using speech to text. Every device other than Pixel, because it doesn't run it on device, but with that internet connectivity issue situation, it'll get most of what I'm trying to say, and then it stutters. It just sits at that one point, and I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. now waiting for this to tell me what I wrote. And now it's done. And at that point, I get so frustrated, I'm just going to get out of this. This is not functional. Might as well just send a voice message as opposed to speech to text. Mm -hmm. Um, those little things, the ability of um, launching the assistant on the device, and it runs so spontaneously, it runs right away. Yeah. Um, uh, the the script call screening that was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's yeah. actually a cool function. Um, oh, 
I never forget. I just miss it like crazy when it I'm is, on it another is, phone. It is when I'm on my crazy. Moto or on my yeah. OnePlus, it, it's, oh, right. I used to not get these calls, these calls because of yeah, my yeah, Pixel. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the things I'm very happy with. Again, first 24 hours, very, very early, early thoughts on this. It, I, I will say this. I am, I do agree with you that I feel like it does need one more update. Just kind of, just kind of like to get it kicking I, and running. It's good, in, good, I, I'm, it's I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it's I'm bad. purposely getting pissy because I don't love the headline first aspect of some of the coverage. And, and I feel like CNET made themselves the obvious target for consistency and reviewing with the way that they are picking on the Pixel for having software, like major problems with the Pixel. And like, I don't think anyone else that I know in my circle of Google users is describing anything like what they're talking about. And I know that they've had the phone longer than we have. Um, yeah. So I have to imagine that this is like, that early pre-release commentary leaking into the public review, which is never a responsible position. No, absolutely. Especially with devices. Never, like, as, as you said before, we're running pre-release software on a pre yeah. on, on, on retail hardware. And we're, and we're as the next batch of these phones ship, I would imagine that there's going to be another series of updates. Oh no, absolutely. And... We're, we're in the middle of October <laughs> right now. Uh, November, the, the November, uh, well, the November yeah. update should be coming up in a couple of weeks. So um, any review yeah. that we put out in October is not going to be reflective of how the phone is going to function in November and December. Well, better yet, and that's what I was going to say. December is going to be the key one because quite the a bit of the feature features drop. they talked about, that's where the yep. features are. So it, it's a yep. strategic kind of, a, you know, setback schedule a little I, bit. I had I had a meltdown moment this morning because I was getting all ready I was actually going to shoot a little short on using your phone as a webcam and I completely forgot that it was a beta feature and it wasn't in the public release of Android 14 because my Pixel 7 Pro only just started updating Android 14 right before this podcast and so I, I was like posting on Mastodon and thankfully thankfully Michelle was out there saying like chill it's going to be in the December feature drop. You could almost hear in his voice like, ah, one. <laughs> um, but uh, I, 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 I don't want to make it sound like there's anything systemically wrong, but you get into some of those little interactions and there are so many unfamiliar bits about the camera app. This is actually one that I, I ran into a lot last year. Last year. This is one that I ran into a lot last night. Um, let me see if it's going to do this in bright light. So if I'm in night sight and I was outside, I'm shooting samples to purposely compare raw photos against night sight processed images and you hit it. Oh, see, it doesn't do that because it didn't really do the night sight out here. So when you're shooting in dark conditions, I'm going to have to screen grab this without, unless I turn off all the lights in here, a pop-up editing, a pop-up editing mm -hmm. option will sometimes automatically lift so you've taken the shot and then you can immediately get into like tweaking it because it was a long exposure okay. and there's no way it doesn't clear properly oh, so it doesn't, it doesn't you sometimes it. have to like scrub in and out to get the little window so it's little things like that that just mm -hmm. need to be tweaked because that is a good idea, but it prevents you from doing anything else in that mode. 
unless you swipe it away or you swipe in between different modes. So it's little interactions like that that we have never had on a Pixel before. And it's, I'm a little concerned because Google is trying to add a lot more functionality to this camera app, but every time you add more functionality, it makes the operation more complicated. And if you're trying to hold the user's hand to encourage them to use some of these modes, you oh. also have to quickly get out of the user's way. These little yeah. options? Yeah, that yeah. little that little tweak option. Um, so shoot, when you're shooting a darker environment. No, it is. So so now now you've got that up there. Yeah. Um I was also running into issues. Can you switch camera sensors? No. Because it, it it took over the entire it bottom takes of the over the, 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 the bottom of the screen. Exactly. So now you've got these cool little editing tools, but I was trying to switch between the main sensor and the telephoto to take a different night mode shot. If I'm in the moment, as an average consumer who's only used to pushing the shutter button in my night mode, that is yeah. a roadblock. That is a stopping point. Yeah. Because no, now I've got to do something to get that off of my screen, and I cannot switch camera sensors until I figure out how to get around this little editing pop-up. It is and then, and then the very is, unfamiliar. The, the UI element, that was the first thing that also kind of caught me off guard. Um, we don't have video mode sitting next to photo, like video and nope. photo are there. It's actually all at the bottom as a toggle between mm -hmm. the two. So it's almost like you have photo, video, you have portrait, video, portrait, photo, and then port, and no, no, it jumps into video. So video yep. options are different, like an entire different menu for video options. And then as opposed to where you go into photo. So you're, it's almost like it's, they, they're using the filter of it's like, hey, if you want to take pictures, here are all the types of pictures you can take. You want to take video? Here's video. all the, videos, all the videos you can take. Absolutely. And then it, to switch into pro mode, you have to swipe up and switch to pro mode in, uh, so that you can do that. And I don't think so, it's pro mode, if I'm correct, uh, doesn't work on video, right? No, like, no, no. no. Only... It's, it's, it's a lot like a OnePlus, yeah. where OnePlus has a movie mode. We don't have any kind of manual options or controls for video at all on the Pixel. Mm -hmm. But um, you will be happy to see because I know you're a geek like I am, if you go into, well, let me see if I can, I don't think I can do this backwards with my lights. Um, is it gonna? Nope, you're not, okay, right there. Nope. No, I can't, I can't pull it off like this, but we do have focus peaking in manual focus. Oh, nice. So yeah, oh. when you go into focus, you, uh, there, there's a little thing at the top here. I don't know, I don't know if mine. Oh, right. And it, it'll say peaking active. Yes, I see it. So it when when you have that up, you can't, um, <laughs> you can't auto focus in the manual focus mode. Mm -hmm. It is purely manual focus. But you can also see it gives you um, a, a pop up. Yeah, it tells so you the exactly pop up where helps focused. you check your critical focus, and you have focus peaking to help um uh see a, a yeah. visual it's a purple indicator and you know it's something that took sony five years to I'm figure back. out i'm, I'm in focus the again. very Sorry. first generation of google doing manual photo features we get focus peaking i as someone who has been so frustrated by google's um fo autofocus performance when you're trying to do things like astrophotography mm -hmm. This 
is huge. Dual confirmation, so not just focus peaking, but a pop-up critical focus window is that's crazy. so good. That's crazy. That's big. No, no, absolutely. It's, 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 so it's the things we wanted to see. And, and again, all I'm wanting, wanting to see is also, oh, just by the way, I think Michelle was able to get it to get the pro functionalities of the Pixel 8 Pro to run on the 7 Pro. Um, yeah. So that, so it's, actually, it, it, you know what? I, I'm not going to be too surprised if we see most of this on the Seven Pro. I think some of the things that are going to hold back are because um, Ghost Starscream was also asking, does Google allow you to use the full resolution on the main camera? So we mm -hmm. do have full resolution yeah. modes now on our cameras. Yeah, exactly. Um, that that to me was a huge oversight and a, a a not good look for Google because it was misadvertising. You were advertising 50 megapixel cameras and you wouldn't let us. I don't think they're going to give us that on the 7 or the 6. No. Um, and then I also don't think we're going to be getting the same capabilities for things like the Ultra HDR or yeah, the no. extra data you would need for HDR video. Yeah. No, but no, the I rest of this, the actual controls and stuff, that should be updatable. Yeah. That, like The Pixel 7 shouldn't have issues with that. I mean, well, again, yeah, we're... <laughs> Just because it's a year old, it doesn't mean it just it. You know, right. <laughs> he should just shut it down and move. Uh, this one turns a year literally in about twenty four hours because that's when I got my this one last year. So this yep. will be basically when yeah it will retire. As I mean, tomorrow. I just looked at it on my desk and I almost threw up in my mouth. It's almost exactly I, a year old. I'll I'll say this: the, oh. the one thing that got me with the with the update yesterday when I got the day one update, they switched the buttons around in in Android fourteen. When you get the updates, that usually you get that bottom uh, the button that says restart on the bottom right side of your screen. So you always look for that. You always wait, 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 and then you see there that there's a button there. But the update gave me the restart button on the left, and then the done button on the right. So every time I went into the update, I'm like, oh, it's done. I clicked it, and I was like, wait, did Google just finally fix it? We don't have to restart after we update. And I'm like, no, you just had the button in the wrong spot. And but unfortunately, <laughs> the, the update no. process is still takes forever. I don't know why. Every oh, it's so other, bad. Oh, it's it's literally like, it, like I mean, we started what? It's been an hour and thirteen minutes, guys. I started this update before the show started. I hit the start download before the show started. Before we, you know, so about eight twenty or so. So it's been an hour, almost an hour, and is still not done. But it's yeah. okay. It's okay. We're used to and, it. We, and I made know. the mistake of looking away for a second, and I hate because. Again, I don't feel that other phones do this. You get the the notification that you've got an update, and you go, "Yes, I would like to do the update now," because it mm -hmm. gives you the option, like wait until two a.m. or do the update now. And I go, "Okay, do the update now," and then it does like this processing thing, and then it makes you resume Zoom. downloading the update. Yeah, like, and I just you told you, do yeah. the update now. Yeah, and it's I so know. many times, and it's I think it's only it, with it's Pixels only, that I've walked away. No other and come back that. and then you're like, I haven't even started the update. Yep, you gotta you, you gotta baby a pixel, man. You gotta baby pixel. Um, but yeah, no. So <laughs> initial impressions. I think the first 24 hours. I think obviously we, we need more time. I'm hoping by next week when we have our show again, um, we we would have had at least you know obviously a full seven days worth of going through it. It's uh, maybe right. some growing pains and so on. Um, I don't think it's anything crucial where it needs an update like right now to fix everything now. There's see, okay, I just hit. I don't I, think. Yeah, I, I don't think it. anything's the broken. The restart button is right here. So now, oh, let me check mine. I just because I think I'm just a little behind you. It, it's at an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Installation resume. paused. Okay, resume. 
go ahead. Yeah. This is the second time I've told it to resume now. Yeah, I I never had to do twice, but like, yeah, no, seriously, it's it's one of those. Please trust me when I say update now. I know I'm with just you. just do it. Little 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 things like that, but we'll we'll have to see how things are. I mean, I'm excited again. I want to be able to take it out. Uh, I'm actually going to be switching my SIM to it hopefully by tomorrow as soon as I'm done updating yeah. and configuring all my um, apps, logins, and so on. The thing for me, I'll say this: um, with most devices, when I start using them, I typically don't try to install Nova right away. I let I let my review period go through with the way it was supposed to be used. Mm -hmm. um, Pixels are a little bit different for me. I like I I'm moving in from a Pixel to a Pixel. I feel like Prime is pretty much the way I like to use it. So I installed Nova Prime on it right out of the box, yeah. and and I'm just gonna that's how I'm gonna use it because that's typically how I use my Pixels either way. Um, yeah. On Sony, I got an update last night. I thought it was gonna fix some things. It, there's still some things not working 100%. Like I lost uh, internet connectivity today a couple times. Um, I, I'm telling you, man. I, 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 I I'm. I can't wait to switch so over. So TK and I had this conversation offline where you're you're rocking a review unit from Sony, but I don't think that alpha. was a, I don't yeah. think it was a a, a, a retail release phone. And no, no. I'm, if you quite, are quite counting on communication now. with your family and friends, that Sony might not be doing you any favor. I, for for every once in a while, it, it does its thing and it runs well. Um, my only concern that I'm that I was trying to figure out when I get into this is the the Pixel Eight that we have or the Eight Pro that we have is 128 gig uh, storage device. Yeah, I've been using 256 for quite some time because I like to shoot a lot of content. Oh, well, 128 is way too lean it's for me to use this as yeah. as my mainline so daily driver. When sure. I'm transferring, going from the the you know the the Xperia over to it. I've had to obviously, you know, it's a clean install. Not going to when I say clean, I mean I'm not transferring photos and videos. I'm transferring my apps. I'm already at around eighty to ninety gigs, and I was like, huh. I I don't know why I feel like a little bit claustrophobic with the amount of uh, storage I have left. But I'm going to give it the the opportunity. Uh, obviously, I typically carry multiple devices, so it's not like I'm going to be making sure everything is in there. I can definitely back up to the to the cloud. I have Google Drive, uh, OneDrive, not Google OneDrive, Google One. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm not worried too much about that. If I have to uh, offload some content there, or maybe you could just drop it into a drive folder or something. Uh, but I'm going to try to make it work uh, in the experience. And I think it's, if in the long term I do decide to keep this as my main device, I may end up just doing like a trade-in or maybe I'll just, you know, buy myself into a higher storage capacity or something like that. Because that's what I did last year. The 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 7 Pro is a 512. I got used to having yeah. more storage. It's just spoiled. I, 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 I might need to, talk to marie about maybe we trade in one of the older pixels in I, this office i i i, I will then... say if you're going to do that make sure to try i'm not going to say again and again nothing against uh you know, just Google to offset and so on yeah. yeah to offset the cost you gotta you gotta leverage some of it um best buy seems to have been the place to to kind of get some of those really good deals they were giving out a little bit more on the 7 pro uh than what google was offering because even with with the 512 it was like 420 I mean, it's comical that it was Ooh. 420, but you know. So yeah, I, I just wanted to double check, make sure I didn't have it wrong. Um, high res options for the ultra wide and the telephoto. Google actually stepping up to match some of the features that we really like on Oppo and Xiaomi. Because mm -hmm. you are not getting 50 megapixels on a Galaxy right now. So you know, I, here's the bookshelf across my office with the little Rokid astronaut guy. And when you can just kind of keep going to like 
the little Roked logo on his foot. And that looks pretty good for an indoor, not dimly lit. Like, obviously, I've got some studio lights and stuff going on yeah, in my yeah. office. No, but, like, that's just sort of an off-the-cuff indoor across the office. Telephoto shot is pretty good. <laughs> It, it's it's again the things that we've wanted to see and i'm excited to take them out and test them out and especially for me also um i want to be able to try that also internationally see how it handles uh you know running international yeah. e-sim and, and main sim uh you know one for data the way the way i was if, if it if it cooks your pocket like the seven exactly. so like with the seven <laughs> so for for reference for everybody when i said when i took the seven pro with me to uh to ifa not the ifa the mwc um, obviously, you know, you know, it, uh, our devices in the U.S. are single physical SIM in there, so you can only put one SIM card. But all of our devices are eSIM supporting as well, so you're able to run two SIM cards at the same time, one SIM, one yeah. eSIM. So when I landed in in Barcelona and uh, and basically installed an, uh, an Aralo eSIM in there to get data, because data there on at least T-Mobile runs very very slow unless you want to pay yeah. so much money. The phone was so it was it was consistently looking for service, consistently trying to manage the dual SIM. The modem almost never went to sleep and the no. phone ran hot the whole time. Yeah. Like it would be half day or not even half day by like noonish. And I'm down yeah. to 30 percent. Like Samsung radios do not handle so that well. I'm I'm hopeful that this situation is a little bit different. Um, unfortunately, I can't say yet where I'm going, but I will say um it's going to definitely be somewhere where I'm able to definitely leverage using both of those services, both SIM and eSIM. Yeah. So it'll be a good test for me, I guess, you know, and when we talk next week, hopefully we'll have some input into that. Um, and of course, you know, uh, rocking the, the new pixel watch, I want to actually switch the bands. Not, not that I don't want to use the other one. I just, I like the blue bands. I feel like if you're going to match. The oh phone, yeah. Might as well, well you know, rock it. It, it. It's, it's funny. Cause like, it's matching my phone now. Yeah. Um, I've just got a, a basic Spigen case. Spigen? Okay. Spigen. Speak. Spigen? Spigen. Spigen. Um, I have a basic Spigen case coming in just as a bumper protector. I, uh, I, I, I've, I've, I'm continuing to try to have that conversation about supporting companies by buying products, right? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I I've, done, I've done some review work with Peak Design in the past. Because this but, is a Spigen oh, yeah. case. I love that one. I just went the, the cheapest one I could overnight and it didn't show up today. So I'm already mad at Amazon. Um, it's just a, oh, a plain um, basic. If you did pay for that, make sure you reach out to them. They'll give you a 10 Oh, I credit. know. But it's still, it's like, get yeah. like a buck or whatever. I, I'm going to do it, but I'm mad. Um, but uh, we're, we just got the, the order page up for Peak Design. Mm -hmm. And this one's oh, kind of right. exciting. Yeah. yeah. So... I have Peak Design cases on both my... This podcast not brought to you by Peak Design. Um, I've got Peak Designs on both my Pixel 6 Pro and my Pixel 7 Pro. For the Pixel 8 Pro, they're introducing different colors. Yes, I saw They're that, bringing yeah. in the different fabric colors that they've, they launched with the, the iPhones. And again, to me, this is a big deal. We know... Google is not going to sell anywhere near the number of pixels as Samsung will sell galaxies or Apple will sell iPhones. But Peak Design is making an effort to keep their case offerings consistent. Yep. It works with all the same accessories. So it's backordered right now, but I've got a red case coming in. Um, it's this like kind of uh, worn red-brown look. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I'm going to give that a spin, and that's going to be probably, like, this is my main case for my case Pixel 7. Yeah. So unfortunately, it won't match my watch band as soon as I put that case on it, but I, I it's like, I'm so excited to see that it's not I, just... I was rocking a panda look on my watch for, for some time with... Yeah. So I, I took the strap from last year's Pixel watch that we got, and then the one I got here is obviously the all-black one. So I decided to take the, the white and the and the black on that, so it kind of gave it that little panda uh, look or a stormtrooper look, I guess, it's like I, I like to call it. Um, so my wife was like, why is your watch looking like... I'm like, I guess it's unique. It makes it look like cool, it. you know? Panda, panda, it, panda. Exactly. Because <laughs> um, he keeps telling me the watch looks a little bit too small. I say, I no, I agree with you. I'm with you. I, I never said it was it was the right fit. Um, yeah. I felt like it was more, but I told her I said, like, this is a Fitbit. This is really more of a Fitbit than it is a smartwatch. And Do you know what, what would kind of help more... though? I wish they would make um, like a, I, it, uh, it's not. It wouldn't be easy, especially mm -hmm. with the way that they've designed the band attachment. But I wish they would make kind of like a leather cuff. You remember when we were in high school and you would take the watch out and you would have yeah. this like leather cuff and it would have yep. the watch yeah, yeah. And, um, and it essentially pins. Used, exactly, it fits its Exactly. Side. So yeah. that doesn't work with a heart tracker unless you also do a cutout in the cuff for it to squish against your arm. But I think it would <laughs> yeah, look yeah. cooler to have this kind of like thick leather strap, mm -hmm. which then the watch would be kind of floating inside. yeah yeah it looks, it looks like a band as opposed to basically being the watch and if you need the watch you open it up you look at it you can kind of cover it or you can keep it open exactly i remember this I, I absolutely agree i think the the way we have it at least with the watch too right now it is in my opinion what we were supposed to be getting last year this is the watch yeah. two the one the way the watch one was supposed to be I'm glad that they're finally able to use the Qualcomm SOCs. Agreed. They're able to get the better, you know, we have two gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of internal storage. Um, battery life is, it's not the best, but it is definitely more along the line of, you know, a daily usage. Um, you can get through it and get a sleep tracking in there. And that's one of the other things in there that I appreciate about it. Between these and some of the other option watches that we use to use for, for review, it's the least amount of inconvenience you feel like at night. If you've ever had yeah. this situation where you feel like, oh, these things are too bulky. Well, yeah, because they're typically intended for day use and then you're using yeah. them for nighttime tracking. <laughs> for sure. The minimalistic design, the rounded edges and the flatness of it and the fact that it's so light, I've never, I haven't had a single issue with it going to sleep. And I love the fact that you can switch the crown from the right to the left if you feel yeah. like you're you're one of the people that that was the, like you raise your hand and suddenly you're initiating a whole bunch of functions mm -hmm. i showed that in the video you can put it right or left hand and turn the crown to the other side so that you you lose all of those and then of course uh oh make sure you set up all the extra uh sensor readings and so on because they're not on by default that was the other thing i had to yeah learn. but otherwise yeah, yeah i'm we'll see i'm still poking around with it but i i encourage people to go and catch uh, on on the Discord, it mm -hmm. was I believe the comment was, "TK's thumbnail is giving me some serious, as seen on TV, infomercial vibes, as he's oh. standing in front of a wall of Pixel phone and watch boxes, everything that Every, Google." That, no, it, it was it was the. <laughs> It was my own. I, so I don't do unboxings anymore. They used to be part of what I used to There's do. There's nothing to unbox. I'm sorry. There's go ahead. No, sorry. No, 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 no. It, but I, I say, no, I start the video by saying that there is unboxings are no longer what they used to be. And obviously, For I'm sure. not going to be 
trying to you know leverage the you know it, it, it's a, it's a unique opportunity i have a few friends that love pixels the much as much as i do and i know that they typically will you know and then it happens every year that they like different colors so like so like okay great yeah. all i ended up doing basically making sure is we had one representation of each and then of course because google included a free watch this year i say i think similar to last year and they mm. also picked different color watches. I ended up having the selection of of a lifetime of, I mean, obviously we had enough hardware. There <laughs> For sure. So long story short is um, it's a unique experience. And I was very grateful that they allowed me to open up. I didn't, I did not remove the plastic off the phone. I made sure in my video that I left that part in. I did remove the tabs, but otherwise it would still be as, as, as a, as first hand as of, new yeah yeah and, and i kind of focus also on the one that we got from team pixel because that's the device yeah. i have i'm going to be using anyways so um yeah unfortunately those those guys are all gone <laughs> how was that's editing okay. that video this morning i was like that was a ridiculous image to use as your thumbnail and i'm yeah. here for it yeah no i uh <laughs> we'll, we'll see if this happens again next year on the pixel 9 but yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I but it is i but but that's 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 kind of that last thing. I think we can we can start wrapping up this video. Absolutely, yeah, we, yeah. we already mentioned some of the things that we're going to be putting out on our channels next week. Absolutely. But there is something in the air, and mm -hmm. for all of the techie criticisms, where Google always seems to get more scrutiny than other brands for yeah. perceived problems, um, whatever they're doing in marketing is working because. Mm -hmm. This is the brand of phone here in North America that's actually starting to chip away at the market share of the other players. Even in Europe, so, in Europe and in Asia, I'm seeing so they're, many pixels. They're going, they're, they're, Google finally realized, like, hey, they, we can make some serious uh, impact here if we just put a yeah. little bit more money. Obviously, this is since back in the uh, Pixel Six Pro days. Yeah, um, I'm also. I'll be very honest. I'm, I'm also very happy the fact that you know Team Pixel was. Uh, able to accommodate you know both of us in this For situation sure. last time i obviously wasn't able to be part of it so i'm very happy with it i'm very excited to be able to play with it um and i i can't wait again to shift or move my sim, my sim card over to it and then start basically using it as a daily driver and sharing some yeah. of my thoughts I, i'm pretty sure it's going to be a better experience than what we've seen before and i just want to see how well and how good um, also, how well those services work when you leave the U.S. That's the other thing I want to see, uh, literally, because some of the functions that we talk about are geofenced, but we don't realize yep. that. Like if you move to different parts of the world, if you buy a phone uh, specifically with features that are available only in, let's say, in the U.S., some of these may just get turned off the moment you land somewhere yep. outside of that. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see, and I'll let you know. Uh, we'll know again in about a week. Hey, if TK can't do AI image processing outside of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Darn regional licensing issues. Yeah. Well, well, folks, I I, we're, we're, we're going to put a pin in this one. Thanks so much for, for hanging out and chatting. This is a really fun conversation that's just getting started. Absolutely. And it's the same, the same idea that we've put out for iPhones and for Galaxies, whatever your favorite phone brand might be. Mm -hmm. It is maddening that just as people are actually getting the phones they spent their money on, that's where all of the social media platforms are deciding that this is no longer a popular trending topic. Yep. Just as the conversation is getting started is when social media is starting to shut it down to look for whatever is going to be the next new thing to talk about. So here is absolutely that time and where we appreciate everyone in the chat, oh, but yeah. find all the channels that you enjoy their commentary and this is when they need your support the most. 
is as the trending topic is falling, that's where we need to see that conversation expand. So thank you so much for everybody who dropped by. And so the replay crew, if you're catching the video replay or the, uh, the audio podcast after production, we really appreciate it. And obviously we're going to have so much more to say, not just about the Pixel, but about all the stuff that's going to be coming out between now and Black Friday and Thanksgiving. So it, it's a madcap zany dash till we Absolutely. get to the end of the year. For sure. For sure. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.